Hi, it's Glenn McQueenie, and welcome to my 25-minute podcast series, the success series where we kind of help people figure out their niche markets, but also kind of collect the wisdom of those who have, you know, lived before us. And today, we have a special guest, Rob Rowland. Rob, thanks for joining me. Hi, Glenn. Uh, Thanks uh, for having me here. Well, you know, Rob, I've known Rob for a while, and he's a veteran of the Toronto real estate scene with uh, almost 32 years experience. So what I thought today, we'd, we'd just kind of change it up a little bit and get Rob on the phone, and we'll just chat about some of the lessons he's learned and some of the great advice that he'd want to pass on to people who are either starting or have been in the business for 10 years and they want to have a better business or maybe even 20 years. I mean... To last and sustain yourself for over 31 years in this business is quite an accomplishment, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us uh, a little bit about your journey, just where you uh, kind of started, where most of your business was coming from, and yeah, maybe we'll just go on to like what advice you would give to um, some other people who want to have that longevity and be able to build some wealth through um, real estate. Yeah, uh, I started... Uh... Back in the 80s, uh, I had um, I'd been working uh, in, in the music business in promotions and uh, performing and uh, writing and doing dinner theaters. And I, I've always thought real estate would be interesting because it was the last of the entrepreneurial, free, own-your-own-business type of scenarios. And uh, I decided to just jump in feet first. I uh, became a broker within my first year. And... Um, Started out with Royal LePage, and I've actually been with every company except Century 21. I have had ownership interest in my own brokerage and the current brokerage I'm with, uh, so I've pretty well done everything in real estate. The thing that attracted me originally and still does today, even though I'm approaching my 70th birthday this year, is that real estate is not just about sales. It's, it's an industry and a profession that you can create your own path. Uh, be it ownership, be it teaching, be it mentoring, be it mortgage financing. I mean, some of Glenn and my best friends have become very successful mortgage brokers or you know, managers of offices or uh, really decided that real estate wasn't for them and it helped them self-discover what they really wanted to do. So, uh, And I can think of one lady who really decided she loved uh, houses and after two kids, now has a 30-hour work week, makes a good six-figure income, and when she's done her income, she can spend time raising her kids and going on trips with her husband. So the, the flexibility of the real estate industry was what really uh, attracted me uh, to the business. You know, it's it's kind of fascinating when I as I listen to you, and I'm even reflecting back on my own 30 years, I guess, almost in the business, that... You know, when I talk to people entering the business or even been, uh, you just been in a couple of years and they're like, okay, like what's the next best thing? And well, what tech should I use? Uh, is it, you know, should I go Facebook targeted ad? Should I do this? Should I door knock? Should I do all this stuff? And oh, but maybe technology will knock us out of the business. You know, what about Zillow? What about all these things? And, you know, when I reflect, like, I kind of think real estate's done the same way as it was done 30 years ago. Don't you think? I would totally agree. Most of my business, I still, um, like you, have teared down my database, but I have about 100 past clients. I don't even look for business. I just talk to them. I just sold a a million and a half property from a client who I met 12 years ago. 
I've kept in touch with him and he called me up this year and said, let's list it and give me the appraisal on the farm. And he's semi-retiring to his farm up in the North Country. And the last two years, I've been not looking for business that comes from a personal sphere. It comes from me just picking up the phone or dropping by. Some people I haven't seen for a few years. And this one in particular was a uh, door knock I did about 10 years ago in the area. And I just kept in touch with him. He gets a flyer once a month and an email once a month. And he just said, you know, you're the only realtor that's kept in touch with me. You gave me, helped me get a mortgage five years ago. You gave me some great financial planning and a lawyer to talk to about the estate. And uh, lo and behold, it resulted in a one and a half million dollar listing, which I sold in about three weeks. So uh, wow. it's about keeping in touch. Yeah. And, yeah, just, and I think, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. No, I was just saying that I I love what you said there because it is kind of um, meeting people, uh, following up, <laughs> keeping in touch, you know, um, having the mindset of uh, service and helping people. Um, and, and I find if you keep helping people and you do it because your heart is in really the best option for them, like they'll help you for the rest of your real estate career. Yes. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I learned when I first started, uh, when I do some of the trainings in our office and even talking to people outside of real estate, uh, I took what, it was a coach by the name of, who still is around, Floyd Wickman, and he had a sweat hog program. And that was my first introduction. And basically the training was really simple. We had a rotary phone and your job was to call 100 people in every one or two or three hour shift and get at least 10 conversations. And we were in teams of six and the manager at the time, uh, the manager at the time said that when the whole team's finished and you've got your 10 contacts, I'll buy you pizza and uh, pop and you're free to go home. And, you know, then the next day we had to actually go out and knock on the door and say, hi, I'm Rob. I talked to you on the phone yesterday. Just want to introduce myself to see uh, how I can help you or just to say hello. Mm -hmm. What a revolutionary thought. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting, right? Because it's kind of like first you call them and then you book an appointment and then you go meet them face to face. Or if you can't book an appointment, just randomly go out there, get a face attached to the voice that they just heard on the phone and then just keep following up with them over a period of time. Yeah. So I, I would agree with you, Glenn. I think ultimately it's a uh, business is our database. It's a contact business. And uh as you've said before, and we all say high touch, high tech, and emphasis on the touch, you know, mm -hmm. dropping by at Christmas time or their anniversary or dropping by once a year, uh, picking up the phone, saying hello, just call to say hello, see how you're doing, and email and uh, up to date. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's almost a... I think there's a bit of a movement also in our industry, right, about going back to the basics of it, you know, that the market, I mean, there's certainly so many agents right now, they've all seen come into the business recently, it looks so easy, I think our industry looks so easy from the outside, but it's so hard to explain from the inside, you know, like, it, it's like, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, I like people, I like homes, you know, I'm going to get my real estate license, what could go wrong, and the reality is is that a lot of them just come in and there's just so many of them who are almost the value offering is exactly the same. Like I try to want to be everything to everybody and you, you don't really end up being anything to anyone 
And yes. I think the other thing I've noticed, and I'd love to hear your insights on this, is this massive short focus instead of long focus, which has kind of infected our industry right now, where people are like, you know, if uh, if you can't close them in a day, if you can't get a commitment from them in a week, like move on to the next one. And it, it just, I've never seen anyone build a long-term business that way. I would totally uh, agree with that. You know, that's a function of the computer age where we all want instant results and instant gratification. And uh, it's kind of akin to if you have a medical issue that you're going to go on the web and Google it and then feel you've solved it. Well, we all know that if we had something that might be life-threatening, we certainly wouldn't be going to Google. We'd be going to an expert, someone who knows their stuff. If I have a little mole on my skin. I'm not going to Google it and take a picture and send it in to a, anyone. I'm going to go and see a skin specialist. Well, that's working in a certain niche and knowing what you need to do. And, and you know, many people think it's real estate is simple. I have a saying that real estate's like tearing up on their dollar bills in the shower that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> It's a takeoff on my sailing because uh, sailing is one of my passions. Sailing is like tearing up $100 bills in a cold shower. Well, real estate's like doing it with no water. And the thing is, most real estate agents, even the top ones, start to understand it. Uh, and what I'm saying is that the public really does not care. But we are all painted with the same brush, whether you're the top 1% or whether you're the bottom 1%. Now, the, the key, like the top golfers, the top entertainers, is they are on their game right away and can deal with the objections or deal with the issue right away, whereas the other agents, the 80%, 90%, just act like they're just the average, and the consumer has the right to paint everyone as the average. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to uh, act and be uh in your niche and, and what you specialize in. Well, I think that's where you create the most value, you know? Like, I think if you really know what your niche is really going through, like, what's the life they're experiencing at that moment? And then how does your kind of um, unique solution just solve that problem? Like, I think the market starts to come to you, you know, instead of this scattergun approach of everyone going like, you know, just listed, just sold, free CMA. Like, it doesn't really speak to anybody at the same level of, you know, um, I'm having a divorcing, divorced uh, women's downsizing um, seminar. You know, like, there's a different market yeah. for that, you know. Yes. And, and I just wish that... You know, part of the reason we do these podcasts, too, is just to really, it's almost like my running argument to convince people to be like, you know, just find uh, someone you want to be a hero to and go be a hero. And for you, you were a hero, Rob, to your past clients and your sphere of influence. And, you know, it's been paying off for you because you're just, the business just keeps coming. But that's only because you kept with it and you kept adding value to them all the time. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm discovered, uh, actually, um, you asked me a few minutes ago what attracted me about real estate. Well, being self-employed was one of them. I, uh, I have been a caregiver for both my parents. Uh, they both passed three years ago. I would not have been able to be a full-time caregiver because uh, they both lasted uh, up to their 99th year. 
I would have not been able to be a full-time caregiver for both, both of them, particularly in the last 10 to 15 years, without having my own business. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the main reasons um, that I may not have uh, achieved the, the, you know, the top sales at the top echelons that I want to. I was, uh, you know, I was also caregiver to my first wife, who I lost to cancer. And that was a uh, interesting 19 months because I had my best year ever in terms of the amount of hours i worked two hours a week for 19 months and made 50 to eighty thousand dollars because i was so focused i just did the offers i had other people do everything else mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you can't have the flexibility of raising kids or taking care of a parent or an autistic you know there's so many agents that you and i know Glenn, that have other things they do and real estate gives them the flexibility the key is to stay flexible but focused on one unique thing that makes you money. And if yeah. you're not, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and if you're not, you'll find out what your unique ability is. So, for example, one of mine is um, I've never been a niche player. I've lived, in, I grew up in what's now downtown Riverdale, lived in North Toronto, lived in Richmond Hill, lived in Thornhill, and then, then moved. Uh, 21 years ago, back downtown. I've lived in Toronto for 60, 60 years. So I know a lot of neighborhoods. But as I, I've also realized a third of my business has always been related to seniors and estate sales. So I am transitioning into advising baby boomers, even millennials and seniors on how to transition. I'm not going to actually do the listing or buying, I will pick neighborhood specialists. I'm almost like the the stage the stage of transitioning. You know, yeah. and I, and, uh, and uh, I can go to any neighborhood and you know, if I don't know the neighborhood then then I'll of course I'll uh, I'll get more expertise from people who do. But I there's very few neighborhoods I don't know because I've lived in Toronto for six decades. I know it like the back of my hand and I'm I'm kinda like the uh the ways of real estate, you know, I'm taking people around and go through back lanes and people say, I didn't know you even knew about that. <laughs> I said, that's how you get into Dutch Dreams <laughs> first. <laughs> Dutch Dreams is a wonderful ice cream place up at Bois Road in St. Clair, down for, just down the street. And if you take the back lane, you'd always get into the <laughs> get a seat. So, yeah, it's about getting a focus and finding out what you, well, you do well. And I recall doing a training at our Don Mills office. And a young guy had just joined our brokerage, and he said, I don't know anyone. And we got talking and found out he was from an engineering background, and he was from a, a European-based uh, country. He had 300 people through his uh, religious affiliation and through his work. And I said, well, that's where you start. Mm-hmm. You go to them and say, hey, I'm in real estate. I really have time to help you. And I'm like, let's talk and see how you can help. I'm taking the background in engineering I have to – the advice and the team I've got at Keller Williams Referred Realty, uh, and uh, I'm I've got a hundred people that can give me advice. I'd love to help you. Yeah. Well, so, you so know what I love. Saw that, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Oh, just finish your sentence. Sorry, I just want to jump in. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Well, I just uh, you know what I think is really interesting now, and I think even the people listening to this podcast that like if they even wanted like it's almost like you've transitioned from 
active trading to you're a niche lead generation professional now. It's like if these people want to, you know, um, go into the downsizing or the right sizing market, I'm sure you'd, if they could get a whole bunch of people in the room, you would probably show up and tell them the how and the why. And then you could use the the agent who's hosting this event could be the who, who's actually going to execute this and get this done. And I think it's really interesting because a lot of agents who might want to go into it, they think they have to learn everything about it. And it's not, it's not really, no, it's not how you do it. It's like, who can I get to show up at an event where I'll pack my people into who can talk about, you know, the, the, here's the reasons, here's how the right, you should declutter, downsize, here's the process. And I think that's a really cool niche for you too, because, you know, you've went from, you know, where you actually had a business that was almost bus proof, or I'm going to call it like illness proof in a way that you had invested so much in it that when you had to deal with the passing of your wife or your parents, that you had the space and still the income coming in, which is the long-term focus market instead of short-term. Mm-hmm. And now you're just creating another leverage piece in your business where you can just go and, you know, hey, I'll show up and I'll talk to people and we'll work out some fee that you pay me or if it's a referral fee or something like that. I'm sure, yeah. you know, there's a massive market for that. Yes. Yeah, well, exactly. Rob, yeah, the other thing I'm doing is, uh, yeah, the other thing I'm doing is uh, there's an organization called Pivotal Aging Innovations. Their company specializes in in advising seniors to um, medical analysis, in uh, financial analysis, in legal analysis. And they also license agents and mortgage brokers for the accredited senior agent designation. Perfect. So uh, in the fall, I will be uh, one of their trainers starting to train the accredited senior agent designation to um, agents as well as uh, one of the resources uh, of coaching and mentoring on how to implement that into their practice. I'll, of course, first do it to our offices, and uh, the, our offices will be hearing more about that in the next month or two. But uh, that gives me an opportunity to help uh, people get a de- designation that can help them in that market. And we already have some great agents in all of our offices that, that do that already that can also be a great resource to all of us. But that allows me to uh, to give back and to help uh, train a bit. So that's about finding the niche. And it, it was really by accident. The story I love to tell when I'm training or meeting people is I, uh, I had a tough year, as bad a personal year as you could have three years ago. Uh, I mentioned being a caregiver. So my dad passed in 2015 in January. I had a university friend die in June. My mom died in July of that year, and in November I had a heart attack. I mean, that's and wow. I it's quite a year. That's quite, quite a year, yeah. And I, I remember the cardiologist when he discharged me. He said, "I want you to go home for two or three months and just be bored, do nothing." So going into the Christmas season, that's really easy to do, as we all know. <laughs> and I misunderstood the next year, which would be 2016 in the spring. I thought, okay, I can just ease back into business. So I was doing a visit to some longtime friends and clients of mine. So I dropped in, said I'm in the neighborhood, just dropped in, thought I would have a coffee. Oh, I can't have a coffee. I have to have a green tea. I'm trying to readjust my life. And I told them the story I'm telling you and uh, the people listening. And they looked me in the eye and they said, Rob, do you think you're being realistic to think this is like getting over the flu? (laughs) 
Uh, that was like a bullet. And I took the rest of that year and really got into thinking about my health, my, uh, you know, my life, what I wanted to do. And that has led to a two-year path, which has come to this fruition. And I'm totally committed to making sure that whether you're starting in business or you're 10 years in, as you said, 20 years in, that we're all really balanced about why we're doing this. Why we why we why we're doing this real estate thing? I think you've mentioned in some of your trainings, and uh, a lot of uh, the trainers have used it. Uh, and that is, if we're lying on our deathbed, or, or we we could see people around at our funeral, what would we remember about our lives? And and it would not be the deal or the listing we didn't get. It would be the good times we've had, the friends we loved, the dogs we loved, you know, the little things. And I, I, I encourage people to kind of look at that and say, if it's, you know, it's not fun, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Take Absolutely. the day off. <laughs> you don't feel like lead generating or it doesn't work. Take the day off. Take your wife for date night. Take your kid to a, a movie. Go out and do whatever turns your crank. This is not a business where you have to work 70, 90, 100 hours. We have a friend, uh, Michelle, who, uh, since we've known her, she's got the perfect balance. She works really hard four, six, eight weeks, does all kinds of business, and it takes four, six, eight weeks off. And she's traveled all around the world and done all kinds of things and has investment properties all over. She probably does more now than she did when she first started. But she went into real estate realizing that if she worked hard, like many of us, and you take the downtime, it recharges well, your batteries. And she's really clear, like, you know, when you work, you work, and when you don't, you don't. You know, and a lot of people yeah. play in the middle of that um, all the time. So, Rob, we just have about a minute or two left. I'm wondering yeah. if people sure. wanted to reach out to you to even get you to come and speak and share some of your wisdom um, and even, you know, tell your story about, you know, you know, I mean, that one year yeah. that you had and, and then, yeah. you know, because a lot of people in that room will be going through that kind of stuff and you make it really real. Like, are you open to giving them your cell phone number now or your uh, yeah. email address? So I, they can reach out I, to have you? A, I have a website that, that will be geared for that. Uh, it's Rob Roland, R-O-B-R-O-L-A-N-D dot com. Okay. And my cell phone is 647-281-3628. I'll repeat that number, 647-281-3633, or they can email me, Rob, R-O-B, at Rob Roland, R-O-B-R-O-L-A-N-D, dot com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Rob, um, for your kind of insights in this, um, in our call today. It's nice to kind of hear a wily veteran um, story of, um, you know, survival and really long-term survival in this business. And what I love the most is, like, I get the sense that you're kind of more excited and passionate about the next chapter of your life. Um, and that's the one of service almost now is like helping those other realtors, you know, you've been through it all and even helping them help their develop their niche with seniors or whatever, where you can fill the room, you be the guy, and then they can go run with their clients. And I, and you know, I think your platform, you could duplicate this in every city in North America. And um, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's like your niche helps someone else's niche. And then together, yeah. you know, you could only go fa so far, 
doing your thing. They can only go so far doing their thing. But when you combine them, you can like get a 10x multiplier of business out of it. And I think that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, Glenn. I appreciate uh, being on the podcast. And uh, we've been known each other a long time. And the neat thing about our relationship is that every time we talk, you and I are so committed to learning. We get an aha. We learn something. Mm-hmm. It's like it was just yesterday. Absolutely. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Rob. Thanks a million for joining us, Rob. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.